Welcome to Good Enough Creative, a podcast for creative people. Hello again, and welcome back. My name is Marie Green, and this week we're talking about finding and living your passion. How do you figure out what you're passionate about, and how do you make space for it in your life? About 13 years ago, I signed up for a personal coaching workshop, and the leader asked us to stand up and speak on what we're passionate about. This is going to sound strange, but I drew a blank, and I was on the spot. I couldn't think of a single thing that I'd categorize as something I was passionate about other than my family. At that time, hobbies were a bit of a luxury because my kids were small, so I didn't have a lot of time to spend thinking or acting on passion or things I'd love to do. Honestly, they felt kind of impossible. I squeezed in little things like knitting, but when it really came down to it, I'd never even allowed myself to stop and ask that question, what am I passionate about? How about you? Have you ever asked yourself that question? I had hobbies, that's that's true, but did that mean I was passionate about them? I didn't really know. I felt like most of the time I was going through the motions of my life and not really thinking about what I was passionate about, and frankly, no one had ever asked me that question before, and I had never asked it of myself. If you asked me generally, If I had things I was passionate about, I would have automatically said yes. It's only when you ask for specifics. That's where I was drawing a blank. If you know me, you know I'm a pretty passionate person, so to say that I didn't know sounded ridiculous. I sat there stunned. How can I not know what I'm passionate about? Why don't I even know that basic thing about myself? And I'm going to be honest with you, it really upset me. I left that workshop on a mission to figure out what it was that stirred my soul. What was it that made me excited to wake up every day? What sparks were hidden underneath my daily to-do list? Now, you might be light years ahead of where I was at that point. Maybe you know what you're passionate about, but you're just not letting yourself go for it. Or maybe you have some inklings, but you haven't quite been able to put your finger on it. Either way, we're going to dig in just a little bit deeper on everything to do about living your passion. Now, for me, I knew it was in there, but I'd buried it all so deep that I decided to resort to something pretty low tech to figure it out. And I'm almost afraid to tell you because it's going to sound silly and hopefully you're not going to laugh at me, but I gathered up handfuls of magazines and a piece of poster board and I decided to cut out any picture that resonated with me. I didn't even have to know why I liked it or what it would mean. It didn't matter if it struck a chord. I clipped it out, and at first, I didn't even worry about whether or not it was going to end up on the poster board. I just cut out anything that struck a chord. Talk about a second grade approach to my dilemma, Like, but the thing is, I didn't know where else to start. I knew those things were inside of me, but I didn't know how to get them out. Maybe you can relate to that. It didn't matter if I couldn't explain what it was in the picture that spoke to me, because sometimes putting words to things is not as easy as we'd like it to be. But if we're just trying to figure out what it is that inspires us, this can help. And then that way, the next time someone asks, at least for me, I knew I'd be able to answer with certainty. 
My passion poster, for lack of a more elegant term, had photos of bare feet in the sand and seedlings and words about riding and adventure and cooking and making. I finished filling in all the bare space and I stood back and I looked at my collage. It was a bit surprising to see what I'd put there, but then in some ways, it seemed like I'd known all along, but somehow I'd just never made that connection. But overall, it kind of felt like meeting myself for the first time. I recognized things that had been hibernating that I hadn't paid any attention to for years, maybe ever. Remember in episode two when I talked about that trip to Hawaii? Yeah, that came not too long after I made this poster, so the photo of bare feet in the sand actually came true. And not to be woo-woo about it, but that wasn't the only thing on my passion poster that showed up in my life. Now, after I made the poster, you know, I looked at it for a while, but then before long, it kind of slid behind my desk and I didn't look at it again for a year or two. When I pulled it back out, I realized that so much of what I'd identified as a passion was something I'd actually created space for in my life since then. Clarity leads you to make different choices. And when you know what you're passionate about, you start to see it around you. There are little reminders and bits of serendipity that start showing up, and you'll find that when you're willing to take the time to recognize what it is that makes your heart sing, you'll suddenly discover more opportunities to choose those things in your day-to-day life. If you're working on this too, or you'd like to start, here are a few simple suggestions for figuring out what you're passionate about and making space for it in your life. First, Get clear on what it is that ignites you. If you don't think it's too silly, I can't recommend the passion poster idea highly enough. I've made a few more of those over the years, and they've been really helpful when I've felt a bit stuck or I want to weed out the noise of opportunities so that I can identify the things that most resonate for me. For me, it's a little bit like a visual mantra, a way to remind myself what I'm working toward and what's important to make space for in my life. If a passion poster isn't your cup of tea, that's okay. It's not for everybody. I get it. There are other ways to get clear on this. If you'd rather brainstorm ideas, try just sitting down with a notebook and a pen and asking yourself questions like, what do I do with my time that leaves me feeling more energized instead of worn out, even if there's actual work involved? What makes me excited to wake up every day? What do I dread doing? Here's a hint. That's for sure not your passion, so cross that off the list. Granted, there are things we have to do every day, and that's just called life. That's okay. But there are also things that we think we should do, so we keep choosing them, even though technically we could choose something else. Whatever it takes to get some clarity, do more of that. Because the more you can identify what sparks your creative fire, the easier it will be to make space for it in your life. Number two Notice how you feel when you say yes or no to something. Knowing what you're passionate about can take a little bit of work. And it's more than just trying to zero in on the things that inspire you. It's also giving yourself permission to start checking in with your gut a little more often. It's also giving yourself permission to try things on and see what you think. The more I identified what I was passionate about and I allowed myself to make space for it, even in small ways, the more that passion grew. I started to get more in tune with myself and became more clear about what I needed in order to live my best life, as cliche as it sounds. 
If you're trying to figure out what ignites your passion, checking in with yourself when you make decisions can really help, especially when it comes to things that are optional. I know there are things you have to do every day that are just part of your life, and you probably don't love all of those things like cleaning the toilet or going to your day job. That's okay. But some things are optional. Those are the things we really want to think about. Sometimes we might not be totally clear on what we want, but our gut tells us whatever it is, this one thing isn't it, or this other thing is. If we're mindful about what we say yes to, and we really check in with ourselves before we agree to something that's technically optional, we can start to reclaim moments of time that we can devote to the things that light us up. Not only that, but when we keep ourselves so incredibly busy that we don't even have a few minutes for ourselves during the day, and I say this as someone who tends to do that constantly, I am the worst offender of them all. But when we do that, we start to lose that creative connection, that spark. And if we're not careful, we can wake up one day wondering who we are and what it is we want in life. We might become that person who doesn't even know what they're passionate about, because they didn't allow any space to even ask that question. Number three, grab a minute in the margins. I'll tell you what I mean by that. This is sort of the natural byproduct of what we're already talking about, because if you're checking in with yourself regularly before you make decisions, you'll have the ability to choose to create a little more space in your life for following your passion. The more you do it, the easier it gets, and the more clear you are on what living your passion really looks like. You might notice a trend in the way I approach life. It's all about the little things. Because, hey, it can be tough to find space to follow your bliss smack dab in the middle of the daily grind. I get that. But living a passionate life requires not just knowing what it is that lights you up inside, but making space for it which can be tricky when it just feels like there's absolutely no wiggle room. But most of us have a little sliver of space somewhere in the margins of our day to think about and plan and even practice that little something we love to do. Often when we have a little downtime, it's easy to fall into the rabbit hole of social media on Facebook or Instagram, and we can end up there for half an hour or more. That half an hour could be your space in the margin of your day to do the thing that you love to do instead. I remember reading an article about Lorraine Lutz, an artist from Cape Town, who committed to one tiny postage stamp size painting every day for a year. She called her paintings postcards for ants. I love that so much. Maybe staring at a full-size canvas feels intimidating and maybe you don't have time for that in your day. But if you're feeling the call to do it, to sketch or draw or paint, what if you decided on such a small scale, a postage stamp size scale, you could probably find a minute for that. I firmly believe that daily creative practice serves us well. So if you can find a few minutes in the margins of your day to do something you're passionate about, even if it's just a small thing, your life will be richer for it. Number four, put on your blinders and lean in. When I was in high school, we were required to take a foreign language. Um, I grew up in rural Kansas, so we didn't have a lot of options. We had two options, in fact, Spanish and German. But I wanted to take French. But since French wasn't an option, I took two years of Spanish instead. And granted, 
It's actually a very useful language to know, so I'm really glad I did. But still, in my heart, I still really wanted to learn French. It wasn't about what was practical, because living in Kansas, it was definitely not the most practical language to learn, but it's just what I wanted in my heart. And as the years went by, I just never learned. It never rose to the top of my list. Much later, after my passion poster exercise, I started remembering that inner pull to want to learn French. I'll be honest, I mentioned it to a friend and she thought it was pretty silly and just reaffirmed my worst fears that it wasn't really that practical. And maybe we don't always feel comfortable fully owning the things we're passionate about because we're worried about what other people will think. We're worried about looking ridiculous or having to explain ourselves. I can think of people I've met throughout my life that didn't believe they were allowed to follow their passion, so it was really hard for them to be supportive if that's what you wanted to do, because somewhere unconsciously, if they're not allowed, then neither are you. Or at least that's what the message seems to be. But I'm here to set the record straight. It's up to you. The very fact that you're listening to this episode tells me that there's something inside you that you've been dying to do or share. And whether it's creative or not, maybe it's learning French. When you lean into it, you'll realize that it gets easier and easier Not only to recognize that pull of inspiration, but it's also easier to act on it. It's like a muscle. And the more you use it, the stronger that muscle gets. The cool thing is, I did finally learn French, although don't ask me to speak it because I'm really rusty. But I learned and I even had a chance to go to France and try it out in real life. Living a passionate life might feel like a luxury, and because of that, we can be shamed into thinking we don't have a right to want that for ourselves. But let me be clear about this. Uncovering what you're passionate about and making space for it gives you the opportunity to live a richer life. And this is your life. And whether you choose to go through the motions or you choose to live it joyfully and passionately, that is up to you. I'll be the first to admit that it feels pretty awkward and a little bit weird at first, but figuring out what you're passionate about will allow you to choose bigger, more meaningful personal goals. Doing this for myself has allowed me to find ways to see the world and write books and build a community. I really believe that if I hadn't taken the time to get to know that part of myself, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am today. If it's felt like a struggle to figure out what you're passionate about, consider this your homework. Give yourself a few minutes, even if it's just in the margins of your day, to decide what it is that ignites you. And once you know what it is, and maybe you already do, make space for it, lean into it, and put your blinders on, because no one knows what's in your heart but you. When you live a passionate life, you inspire others to do the same. It's a pretty sweet way to live. Until next time, my creative friend, you've got this. 